Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. We're your cheesy boys, Steve and Will. We're diving right into it today. It's nice. It's look. It's it's a good day today. Hello. We're starting off good. Hello. Um, it's a fine day. Yeah, it is a good day. We 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 woke up bright eyed and bushy tailed. Right. We got our argument right out of the way, like immediately. It wasn't an argument. It was good. It was it was it was close to one. It was you being passive aggressive, which is a part of our Canadian heritage. <laughs> right? Everyone says that we're apologetic and that we're super nice, but really we're just passive aggressive and we're all kind of dicks. We just mm-hmm, don't want mm-hmm. we just don't like confrontation. So most of us are going to be bare minimum of nice to get through the situation and then later on bitch about it to our friends, significant others, sometimes a moose oh, yeah. or Canadian goose. You know, geese are they're got they're gossipers. Canadian you know? geese can fuck off. I don't want them as Canadian. Like, who? <laughs> you know, who asked for this? I they could be Greenland geese for all they I care. They should just be geese. First of all, <laughs> we should just change okay, the name to geese okay. because they are a poor representation. Uh, actually, they're kind of actually they're kind of a pretty accurate representation of Canadians. They're pretty passive aggressive themselves. They're evil. They're straight up evil. Well, they are and you they know? aren't because. If you fuck with a goose, it's pretty evil because it'll start pr- protecting. But when you like <laughs> out here, people, so I don't know where you, I, listen, I don't know where you're, where you're living, where you're living at. Right. I don't know if the geese are coming down there migration for vacation, right? Migration vacation. But down here is the geese. Sometimes you're just walking down the sidewalk. There's a goose three feet away from you on the grass. Mm-hmm. And when you walk past it, it'll hiss at you. I bet you didn't know a goose can hiss, but it can. Yeah. And it's really weird. They can. Uh, it's got pretty, it is pretty evil looking coming out of that black beak and it is intimidating and you don't want to fuck with a goose. And if there's a bunch of them, things can get out of hand real, real fast, real fast, real fast. And they got teeth, man. Like you may not think of it, but like you, when Do they? they can, when they, yeah, when they, when they growl at you or hiss at you, they kind of have like this, uh, like there's, they've got like little sharp chompers on the inside of them. I think I've seen it. I'm like just like, mm, velociraptors. I'm not going to fuck with, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with those things. You. They're. No, I don't know. Point being is, like, I don't give a fuck about a goose. Fuck a goose. Let's get the name Canadian off of it and just change it to goose. Welcome. Welcome to chapter by chapter. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Is there an animal that you would put Canadian in front of? Uh, Yeah. Like the one that doesn't live here? Like I, the one that I could move into Canada? Yeah. Or something that sure, is in sure, Canada sure, sure. already and it just gets the title of a Canadian goose. Like, like for example, Canadian moose. Exactly. See, that's good. Sasquatch. See, okay, Canadian Sasquatch. Well, Sasquatch. no, I, that's that's just our own Canadian Squatch. But that listen, <laughs> that's just us. I, at least me. You're you're a few years off. You've got the last like year and a half of your twenties left. I once you're in your thirties, you are in uncle territory. You are, and not only are you in uncle territory, you're in weird uncle, drunk uncle, weird drunk uncle territory, right? Not weird, not creepy weird, but like weird as in like, does he have a job? I think he has like five, but he never has money. And that's me. (laughs) And I'm an uncle. We're both uncles. My niece is like 20, so she's smarter than I am. (laughs) My niece has done more schooling than I have. So take that, Uncle Will. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, Actually, all my nieces and nephews are like five years old. Yeah, they're probably shitting themselves, pissing themselves. Yeah, and... And they all still have more schooling than I do. Fucking beans and shit in a paste. This is why we shouldn't record first thing in the morning. I haven't even said any words to any humans before this recording today. That's that, that means it's good though. It's like it's fresh. Like it's just coming out of your head. 
You know, you're just like, you're just like, you're just Fresh doing you. Fresh things should not come, be allowed to come out of my head. They need to run through about four different filters before they're allowed to exit into the ethereal realm. That is just like, that is just the editing process, though. So we'll fix it. We'll fix it. Don't worry about it. You know what? Just do you. Okay. We'll cut around it. Okay. All right. I'm, uh, I'm like Lizzo. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Just channel that energy. Okay. We're good. Blame it so, on a juice. Blame it on a moose. We are getting, <laughs> we are getting into chapter 22 or 23 today. Sealed. We got ourselves a good old Egwene chapter. She's from a rose. Sorry. This is again what yeah. you're getting. You said seal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Kiss from a rose. The classic from the 1996 Batman f- movie Forever. Some, some of those words are correct. Yeah, those are no everything. Everything you said <laughs> is pretty. It's close. It's enough. accurate yeah. enough. People know what I'm. What I'm. What saying. I should do in the editing process is just like take that sentence you said and just rearrange it so that it's actually proper. Like it's the actual like it's an actual sentence, just, but it's all from different words, so it just sounds all discombobulated <laughs> from different points of the sentence. And you should just slide in "kiss from a rose" under that. Or maybe so we don't get like gonna... DMCA'd, um, you get like um, a karaoke version. Ooh. Right? A karaoke yeah, version yeah. that we. I, I do think we could do that. I think there's a loophole here. I think we could start packing this show with hits from Seal, Destiny's Child. That's so true. Everyone. And Fergie, right? But yep. we got to be using karaoke versions. And I then, you know. That's just fun. For That's just like good. That's just good planning right there. All right. So our good friend, Egwene, she has left Cerebro. And while she was in Cerebro, things were happening outside of Cerebro, which from my understanding, I didn't read a lot of X-Men growing up. There's always something going on outside of Cerebro. Did you you say you read a lot of X-Men growing up? No, I didn't. I said I didn't read a lot of it. I didn't read actually any of it. And I didn't actually see the cartoon at all. Well, the cartoon I watched a lot growing up, the 90s cartoon of the X-Men is the comics, except most of the storylines are altered a little bit because they added in Gambit and added in Jubilee. Right. But the rest of it are all the same characters that were in the comics, same comic storylines. I said to say that. It's It's pretty good. Go watch them. It it sounds like like, like, uh, they just added their own Aes Sedai and Warder. Gambit's kind of like a Warder, in a way. Gambit's more like an Aes Sedai, really. I guess so. <laughs> but he is also like a warder. But he's more like one of those guys off that TV show Swamp People. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> that's what he's most like. <laughs> is he from like the Bayou? Is that is that like part yeah. of his history? Wow, yeah, I did Mon not know Jedi. that. Mon Jedi. He's all like uh he's all he's all Cajun. And then Jubilee, for whatever reason, she just wears like a I don't know. I feel like that Jubilee was their attempt to in at least in the cartoon, was their attempt to personify a 90s arcade as a teenage girl. And that's that was it. She wore like this leathery yellow uh trench coat thing with these with these pink sunglasses on her head and she shot sparkles out of her hands. Incredible. Um it's a good thing they added her. Yeah, I I you know what? I don't think I'm she's missing a, too much about it with this cartoon. She's a, <laughs> no, you're wrong. She's a vampire now. In the real, in the actual comics, Jubilee's a vampire. Wow, wow, wow. Um, well, let's get into our real vampires. I mean, they're not vampires. They're kind of like vampires. Aes Sedai. Egwene. Mm-hmm. I mean. Depends on how you look at them. T- 
depends on how you look at it. So things were going on outside her Cerebro visions. And it turns out that while she was in there, the the Tarangrial, the Cerebro thing, Cerebro machine started like shaking and vibrating and gyrating. Mm -hmm. And people thought it was going to melt. They were like, I don't know what's going on in here. So right on the outside is just like, uh, should we, should we wake her up? There's a 16 year old girl in there. The 16, yeah, this is like it's like that refrigerator from Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> oh no, at least it's not like that other scene in Requiem for a Dream, though. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, uh, "I guess we'll just ride it out." Yeah. This is what it felt like once when I had a CAT scan when I was in that big machine, and then I saw like two doctors in the side of the room, like sort of like laughing, and they were talking. <laughs> I don't know, they were laughing themselves. But I think they were talking. I think they're they were- looking at your brain and they're like pointing at it and they're like, ha, 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 ha. well, that's what I thought. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were talking about the office and just like going over like the the new episode of the office. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I office was wondering. Was still which, on the air. <laughs> I was wondering which way you were gonna go. Like the office, as in like the doctor's office, like their own Jim and Pam situation. Steve Carell, baby. But yeah, no. Uh, Steve who's that, who else is on that? Um, Jim, right? Yeah. I keep up with it. I read Perez Hilton, TMZ. Word. Yeah, nice. Uh, so she comes out, and she's like, what the hell's going on? And everybody's like, well, you could have died in there. No, like, you're good. We're fine. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we, all, we, have to, we have to take this, uh, we have to take this Cerebro, you know, back to formula. We have to, like, break it down. We got to look at it. We got to, like, check the hardware, uh, do, some, do some quick tech specs, and see what's going on here. And Gwen is like pissed Tech off specs. because she's like why'd you guys show me this I, it, this whole thing that you're that you're showing me is like oh, oh is this the choice i'm just gonna have to do is just you know she, it, watch she's like, this is written in stone why are you even showing me like what like i don't like get out of here yeah exactly so she's like this is yeah. like this is like when high school when i was like halfway through grade 11 when the guidance counselor was like you're not going to go you listen you're not going to be able to go to university or college but you need to keep going to class and at least finish and get these grades. And I was like, well, this isn't check. This isn't, why'd you tell me that then? Why'd you tell like, no, I don't. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that. And that's the same thing. So that's why I dropped out of high school. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple things that are interesting that happens in this chapter regarding kind of Egwene's place amongst the eyes that I now, because like what this chapter does is they start setting up like the politics of being accepted. Nynaeve, I think is a little callous to it. Now she's got, uh, she's got more experience. She's got a little well, dirt under her nails. Accepted. Right. Yeah. She's accepted. And she's on her high horse. She, she's probably riding around on one of those chairs that's attached to a, to, <laughs> to a car, a riding chair. Oh, I love right? those. So a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, <wheelchair. laughs> well, she's not to the she's not to the level that we saw Alana and Leandrin in the TV show riding no. on those little riding chairs behind Logan's cage. So she's on, and not she's not quite in a wheelchair. It's more of a raise. It's kind of like an end table with a chair on it that gets pulled by a donkey, a mule, not a horse. Mm. You got to work your way up. It's just like a little tiny personal chair. You think it might be better. Depends. It kind of is. It depends on how you look at it. Some people might. I would probably yeah. like it better. Yeah. Have your own uh, personal space. Read a book. <laughs> so I mean, switch. You know what? Accepted sound is sounding better, but more and more, it sounds like it's you get all the benefits and none of the hassle of being an Ice Sedai. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It sounds really good. But I think the uh, I think the, the the biggest the biggest thing that 
Egwene is learning right now is the level of politics that are going on. And on top of that, she's dealing with her task from the Amberlin seat with trying to figure out who in the White Tower is still a Black Asha. So she's like, every conversation she has yeah, with another also, person in that who's room. who's got the sashimi? And can we get a plate of that up here ASAP? So every conversation she has with anybody in that room, she's like, is that Black Asha? Eventually it gets to a point where she's like, am I just thinking everybody's Black Asha? I'm just going to assume everybody's Black Asha. Well, and that's just safer for everybody. It is. First of all, absolutely it is. And that is how you should have been thinking this entire time and the, how you should remain thinking for the next 12 books or whatever it is. Foreseeable future. Foreseeable 12 books. Because, as I keep saying, some of these eyes that I are black. Ashes. Some of these eyes that I are black ashes. <laughs> they are. They have to be. And yes. Egwene's putting the pieces together. And I think it's this chapter when she dismisses Varen pretty quickly. But she does yeah. run the idea of Varen through. And, and she I also don't... runs the idea of Alana. Of Alana, yeah. I, I think Alana Varen both have high potential to to be to turn out black asia or maybe they're not currently maybe they get turned i don't know not not as high as um aleda aleda is like but she could be a red hair Honestly, it's almost I like too be obvious surprised if like every fucking if like every eye said i in the white tower or a lot of them are black asia because there is we sort of look past this whole dark one revolution right because the book mm. starts and it's like the dark one's back and i guess he's back because the dragon's back, the dragon's reborn, so the dark one's been reborn. I I think that is the case, and then he's just right. bringing all the trollocs and everything with him. But mm-hmm. it seems uh, maybe I'm missing something, or it seems a little plot holy. But it wouldn't surprise; it would make a lot of sense. Wouldn't surprise me if it turns out that yes, there are in fact a bunch of Black Asia plants who've been working in the White Tower under the guise of being regular Aes Sedai, who have been helping for years and years and years planning. The Dark Revolution. Yeah. From a storytelling perspective, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a chicken or egg situation, you know? Like- uh, yeah. Well, I think the more of that is that it's not a chicken or egg. We know that in the beginning there was a chicken and it was an evil chicken and it gave birth to an evil egg, right? <laughs> we just don't know where that first evil chicken came from. <laughs> Might have come out of a man. Mm. Really just- we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we there, there. Something else here that's very interesting is when that the cerebro starts vibrating. I think Alana says at one point she's like, "Wow, the 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 only time I've ever seen this happen is when we've had two Tarangriol in the same room together, and they just like <laughs> vibrate until they me- melted each other." And nobody, and this, I was like screaming at the book. I was just like, nobody's thinking. Like, turn out your pockets. Yeah. You know? Well, like, how many? <laughs> So how many tra- Trangrels we got in here? Everyone, uh, what you got? Because <laughs> it really seems like we got at least two of them in, in here. Yeah, it's so weird. I wonder, like, oh, the only time this would happen if there, if there was a Terangriel in this room. That's definitely well, not Well, I have one here That's called a Murangriel. It's definitely <laughs> not a Tur... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and mine's called a Furangriel. Yeah. It's covered and- in, it looks like a cat. <laughs> Every- you think like everybody's carrying some sort of Terangriel on them. They're they're eyes at eye. They're like little power boosters, you know? They're like they're spinal smashers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have all sorts of them. Yeah. They're chained around your neck. You look like uh you, 
<laughs> I look, hey, look, honestly, with a bunch of ter- terangrails chained around my neck, I look pretty culturally insensitive. From a, from I was going to say glance. you look like riffraff, but that's still culturally again, insensitive. Again, correct. You could have could have said that. So it, it's it, it's not how I am; it's how I look. Which some might right. argue is this is how you are. <laughs> you fake it till you make it. You dress for the part you want. You know. Yeah, exactly. If you want to work <clears throat> at a hot dog stand, start wearing a hot dog costume all day. Um. This also leads into, like I've said already, like just like Egwene's just general mistrust of everything. But as she's thinking more about the the clothes and the notes and the Tarangriel, the little ring that she has that Varen gave her, that's mm-hmm. in like that's in that stack that she gives. Um, uh, after after she comes back and like they do this little ceremony where I got I got it mixed up in the last chapter. She didn't get washed down during the last chapter. She gets washed down this chapter. Mm-hmm. They just throw a chalice of water over her head. And they were like, you're accepted now. Yeah, it's and not really a soaked. scrub down like we saw on the show. It's more of, um, I don't know, it's more of a, like, have you ever pissed someone off at a bar? Piss someone off at a bar and they just throw their drink in your face? Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, except you're more, like, willing. Like, it's more of, like, a good well, thing that this is happening. you're outing yourself right now that you've never had anyone throw a drink in your face. Because once you get to that point, nope. you know it's probably going to come and you are pretty willing. But whatever you're hitting them with, the zinger, right? is usually worth the stinger. So I know what I'm getting myself into, and it's worth it. I am kind of want that drink to be splashed on me at that point. I mean, this is what you're working for. That is, like, your ultimate goal at the end of the day. You just want that drink. Like, well, if anything, you get an extra drink out of it. If you open your mouth up, you just get, catch it. Ah. <laughs> Listen, if someone has engaged me in a duel in a public setting, like, a, like an eatery, <laughs> like a pub, right? <laughs> Engage. I don't need to read. And then we'll we'll take care of business, and then we'll get some chicken wings or something, right? We'll watch right. sports together, bro out a bit, pull yeah, our dude. dicks out. <laughs> the chapter ends with Egwene going uh, back to her room. She, I think, she has like a moment where she's like, "Do I go to my accepted room or do I go back to my novice room? Like, what's the protocol here?" Like, she's I don't standing know in front on. of two doors that both say Egwene on them. What's this accepted Egwene? And what says novice Egwene? And she's like, "Ah." Oh. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. There's no one around. She just, like, keeps looking. You know when you're in those situations? Yeah. You, like, start a new job or something? <laughs> and you don't know which office door to really get th- go through? Like, yeah, they're like, in the meeting room? Your office is the door uh, with the number five on it. It's just around the corner. And you're like, awesome. Uh, and then and they're then like, I'll be, I'll be right back. 5B. Yeah, or it's a board. Yeah, 5A, 5B. That's a good one. I was going to say they both just say five. <laughs> <laughs> And then one of them is your desk and, it th- and you know, your office space. And the other one is certain death. <laughs> no, in reality, you'd walk into that other office and it would be a guy alone, like playing Jenga. And he's just like, he has like a huge tower and he just looks at you and you each freeze. And you just like eye contact for a moment. Then you just close the door and you walk don't away. Don't say anything. Slowly close and walk away. I had a moment like that in university when I walked into a class. Like, I was really early for the class, so the room wasn't being used yet. But there was a kid sleeping in there. And he woke and I, up. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I walked in, him. and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I was like, all I did was like, oh, sorry, and I left. But there was, was that moment where we're, like, looking at each other because I didn't see him for a second. Well, he was just trying to figure out if he, if you were a threat to him, right? <laughs> if you were any sort of authority figure for, or if you could go back to sleep. 
Really? I, yeah, he went back to sleep. I left the room. I was like, you know what? You do you, man. I don't think he was part of that class either. I think he was just some guy that was just like, this class is empty. I'm going to sleep here. Good old university. Uh, yeah, she goes back to her room. She meets up with uh, Nynaeve and Elaine. Uh, Nynaeve is like hanging out in her room. Elaine is not happy. She's also had... It, may, it, it seemed like almost like Elaine and Egwene had the same dreams. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost alluded in that way. They were having like the Perhaps same sort of thing. they did, since Which so it, many other characters. What did they eat for dinner? That's what, that's the real question, right? Uh, they had pot scrubbing for dinner. And baby bell cheese. And baby bell cheese. Real <laughs> real talk. Real talk. I ate three baby bell cheese last night at like 1.30 a.m. and fell asleep. I woke up with cheese mouth. <laughs> oh. Have you ever had cheese mouth? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheese mouth is not good. It's not a good time. It only happens if you eat a bunch of cheese right before sleep. And then you definitely are going to have crazy-ass dreams. And I did have crazy-ass dreams. I had people in my dreams last night that I forgot even existed in my life. And now I'm like, should I reach out to them or should I eat cheese? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Just eat, just keep eating cheese. Just keep eating cheese. I had these Gouda, I had these Gouda baby bells. You ever had those? I had those last mm-hmm. night. They're, they're not red wax. They're orange wax. Orange means Gouda. Oh. oh. Yeah. You eat the wax. No, I keep the wax, and then I, as I eat the cheese, I make little fun little wax, little wax toys out of them. And sell them on Etsy. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Pour some epoxy over top of them, and uh, yeah, they're up on Etsy right now. Boom. Or love you can it. get them it. at our $75 a month Patreon tier. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast. You get a new wax model every six months. But you can actually get it on there for just $1, so... If you want to help out your cheese boys, toss a coin to your cheese boys. Mm. Right? That's from The Witcher, mm. Will. I, don't I know. know. If you've seen that. It's a Netflix It's a Netflix television series. I think it's an original concept. Is that, is that the one with uh, Mark Hamill? Thank you for listening to another <laughs> episode of the podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Chop by Chop. A follow on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And we will be back tomorrow for Chapter 24 Scouting and Discoveries. the other day i just beat the latest mortal kombat game mortal kombat 11 and you know what i was really sad about is that there was no big cheese daddy a gouda grandmaster among the rosters among Liu kang among raiden among scorpion i was really sad but you know what he's here today with us as our gouda grandmaster as our executive producer for the show we can't thank him enough if you want to join our Gouda Grandmaster tier, head over to our Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. And give us money. Support our content. Yeah.